predicting what the Buckeyes defense might do Saturday against Youngstown State and three things the Buckeyes must do in this matchup. Those things and a whole lot more find their way in today's episode of Locked on Buckeyes. You are Locked on Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Buckeyes fans? Welcome back to the episode of Locked On Buckeyes, part of Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Thursday, September 7th in the year 2023, and this episode is brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College for $20 off your First purchase during today's episode, we will go over three things the Buckeyes must do Saturday against Youngstown State. And should Ryan Day be conservative? But first, it is time to turn the page to Youngstown State. Normally, this is something we do on Wednesdays. But with the Noah Eagle interview being on Wednesday of this week, we had to kind of change the time of the week that certain segments come your way the Youngstown State football team is one that the Buckeyes have seen only twice in the lifetime of the two football programs once in 07 the other in 2008 the largest outcome 43 to 0 that was the outcome of the last time these two team two these two teams played but the first time they played in 2007 38 to 6. So Youngstown State has only scored six points in the two times these two schools have played. And when you think about that, you think about the Buckeyes defense, and you think about exactly how they played against Indiana, and you think about how the opponent may have been for Youngstown State a week ago. The, the Young, Youngstown State won that matchup last week against um, Valparaiso, another FCS opponent, 52 to 10. And so by the number, you're saying, wait a minute, they won 52 to 10. Is Valparaiso that bad or is Youngstown State that good in regards to their level of the FCS? I think it's more young, uh, Valparaiso is that bad. My brother actually played football uh, for Butler University in Indianapolis, and that is in the Pioneer League, the same league that Valparaiso was in. And it's not the league with the best football, just being honest with you. Uh, even at the FC, uh, FCS level, there are levels to this at, at FBS there's levels to this thing at the FCS, and Valparaiso is not that good of a football program. And so when you think about that and keep it in context, you're like, wait, okay, cool. So there's a chance they're going to come in and be able to score the football. There's going to be a chance they're able to come in and maybe stop the Buckeyes offense. Let's not get let's not get crazy. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. It's, yes, them showing up, that's maybe the only chance they got. It should not happen. But also, let's keep it in context. There are things he said a week ago that should not have happened, but actually happened. But in regards to the Buckeyes defense, yes, Youngstown State scored 52 points last week. The Buckeyes scored 23. Yes, they're different. There was opponents, um, the Big Ten opponent versus FCS. So there's a lot of differences. But the Buckeyes defense can do the same thing, same thing they did a week ago. Actually, they can do better. I'm not saying they're going to get a shutout. I would not predict that. However, I can think in my head, Predicting that the Buckeyes give up single digits once again, that can actually happen, and that can be a reality. As weird as that sounds, two weeks in a row, a Buckeyes defense that 
I don't believe is getting enough attention right now. Of course, the quarterback battle or whatever that thing may be at Ohio State, that's going to get a lot more attention. QB1, QB2, that's going to get the clicks. But what is the biggest storyline? And as Noah Eagle said it a, a day ago, I kind of go along with him. That defense is kind of under the radar, sneakily going by and just saying, look, we did our thing. We realized that Indiana was going to do some things, and when they realized what Indiana was going to do offensively, they found ways to stop it. They found ways to slow down the Hoosiers' offensive attack. They found ways to not let a Big Ten opponent get comfortable moving the football during any portion of that game. That same mindset, that same um, intensity and tenacity, that thing can happen once again. And ultimately, there are multiple reasons, multiple facets why I think that the Buckeyes can have a hold a team to under 10 points, nine or nine or less. And ultimately, it wouldn't shock me if they held them to three points this weekend. I really think the Buckeyes defense can do that once again. The secondary and the defensive tackles are a lot better right now than I thought they would be. Now, let's keep it in context once again. This is only one game. So the sample size of what we have seen in the football is not that big. So for me to come out here and say we have enough data to be able to make a bold statement like, oh, the Buckeyes defense is going to hold every opponent to five points or less. Or, oh, the Buckeyes defense is, going, is not going to let people score a touchdown all season. Like, one, that's not even realistic. Two, we haven't seen enough data. We don't have enough data, haven't seen enough ball to make statements like that. But we can make a statement like this. If that de- if the defensive tackles, Michael Hall Jr., Tyleek Williams, Ty Hamilton, uh, Jaden McKenzie, Hero Canoe, if, the, if uh, Tywon Malone, if those guys continue to play the way they did a week ago, we're going to be looking at a unit at Youngstown State, that offense, that's going to be struggling to move the ball because of the pressure from the interior, not just in the run game, but also in the passing game. That interior of the defensive line makes things really hard and makes the quarterback rush things, but also keep this in context as well. The secondary is good. Joshua Proctor played a lot better a week ago than expected. Now, Proctor is a guy, and he's coming downhill. He's either going to blow you up <laughs> or that angle he's going to take is going to be really, really bad. And so it's kind of, ooh, this is great. Ooh, this is not what version of Proctor are we going to get. Now, Proctor's a good player. And ultimately, if he's able to come downhill, he's the guy you want. If not, are we going to see Malik Hartford get on the field before Jahad Carter once again two weeks in a row? Now, Jahad Carter had an injury in the spring. Uh, I think maybe had a little setback in the summer. We heard that Jim Knowles is kind of at, at at least towards the end of fall camp hadn't really decided between Proctor. Well, he did decide between Proctor later in the week, but um, Proctor, Carter, and Hartford. It was really shocking and amazing to see a true freshman out there on defense at free safety and playing well while on the field. Ultimately, he got more run than probably expected due to Joshua Proctor having a little bit of an injury, um, walking off the field at the end of the game with uh, with ice on his leg. I believe it was his ankle, which isn't a big thing. Like There are guys that play every single weekend. Uh, ice on the shoulder, ice on the elbow, ice on the arm, ice on the uh, ice on the uh, knee, ankle, whatever it may be, on your calf. Like, that's not that crazy of a thing to happen. I mean, a lot of guys, I when I played, the same thing happened. However, however, with the defensive tackles, 
And I would love to see more of the linebackers as well. Like as good as Eichenberg and Chambers are, I still want to see a little bit more from those guys um, before coming out and making bold statements about them. This game's about the defense. And the offense who did not look crisp all game long wants to play better. They can, but the defense can help the offense get the ball in better situations and have less yards to get to the end zone. I do predict big things for this Buckeyes defense. I would also like to see some a few things from them. That's going to come up in the next segment of the show, and I would love to see a few things from the Buckeyes def- offense Excuse me, in this game as well. We'll tackle both of those topics next on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's free and easy to create a job post on LinkedIn Jobs. Once you create your job post, add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college that's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply the ohio state buckeyes play youngstown state saturday at 12 p.m eastern standard time catch every snap of the buckeyes hometown broadcast with sirius xm on the sxm app search buckeyes Three things the Buckeyes must do Saturday. And this is not three things the Buckeyes must do to win the game. But if the biggest improvements come between week one and week two, how about we plan on looking at and seeing some drastic improvements by the Buckeyes in this matchup? We'll touch on Ryan Day later on in the show because I want to give him more time and more space to tackle the topic that's on my mind about the head coach of your Ohio State Buckeyes. But three things the Buckeyes must do. I think it's kind of easy to look at QB1 or quarterback. It doesn't really matter. When both guys were on the field, there were things that they could have done better. You got to have better quarterback play. And like I said, this is not to win the game. This is more so to show the improvements that need to be seen between week one and week two. Also, this is... So we can see the improvements that we believe we will see because of how we believe the quarterbacks are coached, how we believe the offense can play, how we believe other things in the offense should go down. It all starts with the quarterback. And I'm talking about if it's a run play, run to the right pole, Kyle McCord, short yard situation goes left instead of right now granted this is an easy slip of the mind at a moment but also you got to run the right way like even if you forget like hey man where, where's my blocker going okay my blocker's here where's the hole at off his off his right hip just go there like even if you forget, even if you forget eyeballs tell me hey in a split second i gotta go granted you may say may want to say jay he doesn't run the ball a lot which is true but even on tv Even when we're playing in the backyard, we don't play football a lot. We see things and we go to where the hole is. So 
Kyle McCord, Devin Brown, once again, Kyle McCord is a starter. Once again, Ryan Day is saying we should expect both guys to play. I'll say this again as well. It's expected. Like, I don't really, really I don't, I'm not really buying into a lot of the things that are coming out of the Woody right now. As far as the quarterback situation, you may get one or two lines that may be able something for you to hold on to and uh, put stock into. But outside of that, like, they should expect to play against Youngstown State. It should be an expectation. Honestly, a third string quarterback should expect to play as well because you should obliterate this team. It should be no contest. Middleweight, halfway the second quarter, should be no contest. But if we don't see better quarterback play, we might get see a game where the Buckeyes don't score over 50 points. Then we're asking questions about this team following the game. So one thing is better quarterback play, but ultimately a lot of the throws that I mentioned now, um, the fourth down situation, where McCord um, threw the interception, if he just runs, like literally just runs. Now, it's not so much throwing, it's making the right decisions. Also, what helps you make the right decisions? Game reps. More game reps. And we're getting more of those this weekend. But also, get your guys the ball. Like, there's no reason. I believe combined they had five catches between Abuka and Harrison Jr., your guys got to get the ball. If these two guys are potential first-round picks in the upcoming NFL draft and guys that really nobody in college football can guard, and if there's numerous times that Marvin Harrison Jr. is open but he's not even being looked at or Buka's open but not being looked at, uh, stop that. Stop it. I understand the play. I understand running, wanting to run the play. I understand the coach telling you, this is what's going to happen. Here's why we're doing it. Let's go ahead and make this thing happen. I understand. I understand all of that. But isn't the point of playing sports to score and to win and win, and win with the biggest margin that you can get in that matchup? Isn't that the point of sports? Yes, they're fun, but they're also competitive. Competitive in a in a way that that drive to be um, the best and to satisfy your competitive nature. You should always want to win. Like that should be the goal. So we're looking at the two guys on offense that didn't get the ball enough. Get them the ball more. Like, these are not things that really are that hard. These are self-explanatory. And these are things I'd be saying against any opponent. But especially against an opponent that you are superior than, you can work on some of the little things. Some things that we missed a week ago that maybe can be cannot be missed right now or they won't be missed. Do those things consistently. Better quarterback play and getting Marvin Harrison Jr. in a book of the like your playmakers the ball. But I also want to see, and I say must. I, these are things I want to see as well. We'll get we'll dive more into this tomorrow. I believe my guy Jeff Hunt will be joining us for tomorrow's show. When he was not happy with Saturday's performance, um, I am a little more calmer than I was Saturday. Um, I don't think he's come to calm down at all. So I'm looking at, I'm looking forward to hearing what Jeff has to say on tomorrow's show. But these defensive ends gotta get gotta get home. You gotta get home. What's one of the biggest knocks? One of the biggest question marks, or one of the biggest things that NFL draft people want to see from Tui Malowau and eventually Sawyer getting home, like get to the quarterback. I don't. I it would be a really puzzling thing if once again back to back seasons, um, a defensive tackle is tied for the lead with a defensive end for the most sacks in the season. Now this is game two. There's a lot of ball to be played. But they can start getting things done now and gaining the confidence that they need so that in the future, when they do have the ball in the future, when they do play better opponents, Notre Dame week four, 
they are comfortable and they know, hey, I've done it before. I could do it again. Yes, the opponent is different. Got to go a little bit quicker, a um, little bit twitchier, uh, being able to use my arm and be a little bit more forceful. Um, make that spin move a little bit quicker. Um, dip my shoulder just a little bit more. Do those little details now so that in the bigger games, your confidence level rises in the moments that you know you can pin yours back and go after that quarterback because you know all he's going to be doing is dropping back to throw the rock. Should Ryan Day be conservative? We'll answer that question next on Locked on Buck, guys. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget playing months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. This episode is also brought to you by Billiards Plus. Billiards Plus has the best selection of pool tables, game tables, shuffleboard tables, and more. And the best service in Central Ohio. And did you know Billiards Plus has top-of-the-line grills with up to 30-year warranties? That's longer than most roofs. Billiards Plus carries the best pool tables from Brunswick, Ahasid, Canada, Billiards, and more. Plus, top-of-the-line grills from PK, Napoleon, Memphis, and the Griddle. That could very well be the last grill you own. The perfect grill for any occasion is in stock at Billiards Plus. Go big with an awesome pool table or shuffleboard table or a little more modest with a dartboard or poker table. No matter the season, Billiards Plus has you covered for all your indoor and outdoor entertainment needs. And the people at Billiards Plus are the best part of the experience. Kenny, Sarah, and the whole staff will take amazing care of you. Billiards Plus, visit their showroom on Dublin Center Drive in Dublin. College football season is here, and this season, Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On College Football Kickoff Live. Each Friday, Locked On will go live from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On College YouTube channel. College Football Kickoff Live will cover playoff implications, the conference rivalry games, and go in-depth like only Locked On can, including insight and analysis from our stable of college of Locked On College hosts covering their team every day. Find Locked On College Football Kickoff Live every Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time on any Locked On College YouTube channel. You won't want to miss it. There's a good chance, maybe sometime soon, yours truly will be making a live appearance on that show. You can find it right here on the Locked On Buckeyes YouTube channel. Should Ryan Day be conservative two weeks in a row. I understand his thought. I'm not saying I agree with it, 
But I understand Ryan Day's thought about being about just trying to go into week one, big chin road opponent, and get a win. I understand where he is coming from. I also realize the reality. Yes, it's a big chin road game. Indiana should not be a team that did what they did a week ago to your offense. That is the truth. Defensively, we can see we can build off of that performance. However, offensively, I don't put that a lot of stack, a lot of stock on that on a lot of stock in the Hoosiers defense, which did play better than expected. A lot of that to me falls on the coaches. A lot of that to me falls on Ryan Day. And as one person asked me a question um, post game after the show um, in my DMs, will the Buckeyes miss Kevin Wilson this year? Former uh, former tight ends coach, uh, a guy who <laughs> uh, offensive coordinator, former former coach at Ohio State that was really good. Will he be missed? I don't know, man. But him being up there in the top in the, in the press box, being up in the sky, being that eye that was really helpful for Heartline and Corey Dennis and Ryan Day and Tony Alford and all the coaches, I don't know if I don't know if we'll ever know the impact of his absence in this football, this year's football season unless Ryan Day talks about it in a presser. And every time now and then we get one or two lines about somebody else that's not there anymore that he's like, oh man, they'd really be helpful right now. But no, Ryan Day shouldn't be conservative. No, absolutely not. This ain't no charity contest. And this, this, ain't, this, ain't some, this ain't something where um, we're trying to just uh, uh, be really nice because the opponent's not as good as us. No, this ain't that. This ain't that at all. This is a football game. The goal is to win. And to win, score as many points as you can, and to keep the other team from scoring. That is the goal. What do we find when Ryan Day allowed things just flow a little bit and open up the offense? The offense moved a little bit. Like, the offense has had a little rhythm. And like this ain't just all about the running backs. This is about Kyle McCord, too. So, no, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely not. Honestly, the thought of this question makes me a little annoyed because it's not even the, the style of offense you're trying to run. It's just more so the mindset. I don't care if you're a triple option offense, if you are a uh, ground and pound um, offense. I don't care what it is. Don't just start being conservative. That doesn't help you. Doesn't help your team. Make a big adjustment, not just the players, but the coaches. Don't be conservative. Let things open. Open up the playbook. Let things ride. Work on things that you need to work on, but also score as many points as you can. That's the mission every single week. Score as many points as we can. And ultimately, it's kind of annoying to me that I keep getting questions and um, I keep thinking about the same thing and about Ryan Day's teams being conservative or not playing with passion and uh, showing excitement during the warm-ups. So all of a sudden in the game, it's like, oh, here we go again. Passion's not there. I guarantee the players will tell you they're passionate. A lot of them will. But there's also a narrative out there. I do think there is some validity to it. Sometimes that doesn't always come out on the field. Let's see the passion. Let's see the juice. Let's see the things that we expect from a Buckeye football team. Let's see that one thing that we expect from Ryan Day in this in this game on Saturday. And that's to not be conservative. That is to open things up. That is to let it rip. That is to let the other team know. You're coming here. We're paying you a lot of money to play to play this game, but you're not going to leave here with a close margin. It's going to be a loss. 
going to be a big loss because we ain't going to be conservative. No, 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 no. We want to see, and I think we need to see that aggressiveness, that intensity that Ryan Day had against Georgia. We need to see that once again. And if we do see that once again, and if we see Ryan Day open things up, if we see Ryan Day just not caring about who's on the other side of the field and just telling, hey, we got this. Hey, we got this. If you see this look, exploit this. We need to see that. I hope we do. Buddy, I don't know if it's going to happen. Out of here on a Thursday, one more day left. I am excited for the game on Saturday. Also, a little announcement. forgot to say this earlier in the show. There will be a live post-game show following Saturday's game. Wasn't sure if we were going to do that this season, but a live post-game show at the conclusion of a Saturday's game, live on the Locked on Buckeyes YouTube channel. You want some instant reactions to Saturday's game? We will provide that for you. Locked on Buckeyes live is going to be back in a postcast instant reaction uh, scenario reacting to Saturday's game between the Buckeyes and Youngstown State. This is this will not be a weekly thing. There will be some times that I am out of town. I'll give you a heads up when that's going to happen. But for as long as we can, as much as we can, there will be live instant reaction post game shows right here on the Locked on Buckeyes You. YouTube channel. We're out of here on a Thursday. You can follow me on Twitter or X at jsteven07. Send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. This has been Locked on Buckeyes here on a Thursday. I'll see you next time.